Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. This time, we are what we are. Blood is the strongest bond. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess, episode 15. I'm Chris. I'm Brett. And this time around, we are what we are. Is what we watched. Requested by my loving wife. She's tolerant. She puts up with me, and that counts for something. Yikes, it counts for a lot. Chris is a fucking train wreck. I am history's greatest monster. We should start human garbage. You are human garbage. You said so earlier. I did, and I stand by it. I deserved it. So, shall we start? We should. We? You we. start it. We start you off... You got a mouse in your pocket? Yeah. Oh, weird. His name's Frederick. And you will address him as such. Pretty cliche. Yeah, cliche Frederick. Thanks. Any old who. Our movie film starts off in some town. Yep. In the middle of no place in particular. It's more of like a little shanty setup. It's a rural community. Rural. 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 I assume there's some juggalos floating around. Mm-hmm. That's where they frequent because they have all the uh, moon mist. And we see a lady. She's leaving her house. She's going to the local general store to buy twine wrapped with twine. Twine wrapped twine. And a flashlight and some tarps. And on the way home in the rainstorm. Maybe she was going to make a really shitty tent in the dark. That's possible. It explains everything. Sticks are, sticks are free, dumbass. Whoa, alright. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had such heated feelings. I'm sensitive. I didn't know. I didn't know sticks were such a sensitive sensitive. Thing. So the lady buys her things at the general store, and as she's heading back to the truck, she has a some kind of coughing fit. She has yeah, she has an accident. A clumsy accident. She coughs and coughs and then she falls and hits her head on a on a thing. Yeah, that was pretty cool how she pinged her head off the pipe. I like that. And she ends up in a culvert, and she dies. She dies. And then I'll, I'll be honest, listeners, I, I'm i having a hard time with this one. It's, uh, long. So then I think, I think, we cut back, and we see the fallout in the family. Yes. From Mom passing. <clears throat> and they explain the, uh, the hierarchy there. And we meet... Our blonde daughter, Natalie Portman, and Malcolm in the middle. And, uh... Oh, Dad. What's, what's, what are we going to call that? Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams. And we see they have a non-stereotypical family set up. A non-traditional family, if you will. Yeah, it's, it's weird. The police show up to let Grizzly Adams and the clan know that Mom's passed in the dumbest way you could probably die. <laughs> she hit her head on the pipe and fell into a opening. And drowned in the rain? WTF. Yeah, what is she, a turkey? What, you look up? <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I watched uh, the movie and I don't even know what happened. Pinged her nugget off of that pipe, she did. And Grizzly Adams informs Blondie that, hey, she's the eldest. It's time for her to take up the mantle that her mother used to have. Does that mean they're gonna copulate? It, it, you know, there's this, kind of this weird, creepy incest vibe underlying this movie that never actually really happens. Well, they never actually say it. But yeah, it's kind of weird. There's the, when Sister, when Blondie does the finger dance on Natalie Portman's arm. True. 
And then we meet our friend, the Doctorb. Yeah, Doctorb. Uh, yeah, we'll tell you guys now all the doctors are named Doctorb. All doctors are Doctorb. Yeah, it can't. And so far, most doctors use them. medical handguns. Doctorb. <clears throat> this guy's no exception. We'll tell you when. More at 11. And so Natalie Portman and Blondie go down to see Doctorb <laughs> to identify the corpse of their mother. And you're like, yep, that's mom with her head hit with a pipe. Yeah, they make they make the identification. Doctor Orb says he's got to perform one of them autopsies like they do in the city, right? On account yeah, of yeah, but he does it law. with like a rock and a screwdriver and a bucket to put the stuff. Yeah, he's the finest medical setup that World War One could provide him. Oh, yeah, it's weird, dude. And they they identify the body. Good lord, I don't know what happens. They go back to the house for a while. And we just, At some point, uh, Grizzly Adams does, uh, it's implied that he clubs and kidnaps that broad change in her tire. Yeah, okay, so, we, we, we leave the autopsy. More or less, it spends about 20-30 minutes telling you the family's weird. We hang out, Grizzly Adams With is very little dialogue. hanging out in his ham radio watch shanty, yep. mourning the loss of his wife. True. Kids it's, mourn it's, the loss of their mother. That's where you go separately. Blah, blah, blah. Dad goes out to go inform the trailer park people. Of yeah, the thing. it's just kind of a that, that's the shanty town that I was talking about earlier. Find some woman in distress on the side of the road. Sorry, I didn't get that. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you, do you, you have an important phone call you need to get to? <laughs> I don't know if you guys could hear that, but shut up! I forgot to turn the thing off. Hollywood over here is uh, busy instant text messaging or some garbage. Oh, it's my iPod. I didn't put it on the the airplane mode. Leave me alone. You I'm just, sorry, listeners. I apologize. I've ruined everything. Are we good here? We're good. All sorry. Right. Everything's cleared up now. This solidifies my opinion that you're here with garbage. Oh, I know. Man, that fart I let out earlier. Okay. Bad. So, Dad, he's going off and finds a, a hapless passerby who's having car trouble. Gets out the tire iron. And, and that, that, that's really it. Then that. we cut back to the house. Then we go back to the house. And the kids sit around being creepy for a while. Little creepy brother, Malcolm in the middle there, wanders down to the basement to the cage door. <laughs> cage door. Where the monster lives, according to him. Yeah. He's a kid. He don't know nothing. It's a monster with a girl's hand. I- I'm sorry, listeners. I have a kid, and I'm going to tell you that your kids don't know a damn thing. Nope. Kids don't, don't know, know monsters nothing. from people. Fools. Grizzly Adams finds Malcolm in the middle down there, reprimands him verbally. About how you don't hang out with the basement no, monster. No, he said some yammering about not being able to not be afraid of the dark. Yeah, it was some kind of nonsense. <laughs> Meanwhile, Doc Dorb is, is going to the sheriff. Like, hey man, my dog found a bone or something. Let's so, make a big thing of it. So clearly there's a series of <clears throat> unsolved homicides. Because one bone was found. My dog found a bone by a, by a tree. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctorb. Doctorb. The B is for bargain. It does stand for bargain. It's a Simpsons reference. And the sheriff's all like, yeah, whatever, bro. <laughs> you mad, bro? It ain't even a thing. Let's go play some Call of Duty on my Xbox. Yeah! And the doctor, he he's not into no Call of Duty. He's a refined gentleman. He likes all to play about indie games like Fez. Feverishly working over them bones. One. <laughs> one damn bone. So the doctor realizes he's not getting anywhere with the sheriff, so he goes to Deputy Hot Pants. <laughs> and 
And he's like, hey, yo, I found this bone. Maybe uh, you want to put on Is that some, the one uh, we were calling uh, Rick Schroeder and Silver Spoons? And yeah, Rick Schroeder. We called him Justin Timberlake and Nick Lachey. He had a lot of names, but we'll Something stick else. with Rick Schroeder. Yeah, I like Rick Schroeder. Silver Spoons. For the sake of consistency. Silver Spoons. That's a great show. They had a train in their house. They were rich as hell. Richer than hell. If you guys don't know Silver Spoons, I suggest you Wikipedia it. It's pretty scary stuff. And when you're done, I'll apologize for the six minutes of your life you wasted reading about silver spoons on Wikipedia. I won't. I'll laugh. But the doctor gets up with Rick Schroeder at the local dinatarium. <laughs> That's a food place. And he's like, hey, man, I found this bone. I was thinking maybe we should, uh... Make a big deal of it for 15 minutes of the movie. We should go check it out. Now keep in mind, I have condensed 47 million minutes of this movie into the last few minutes of this podcast. And we haven't even hit 10, so... I apologize in advance. For a couple of different reasons. To a couple of different people and groups of peoples. <laughs> a few a few specific groups of people I apologize for. Certain persons. Two. So Rick Schroeder, he's like, hey, you know what, Doc? Let's get to the bottom of this bone mystery you're caterwauling about. <laughs> because we live in nowhere. People know what so. that means. You know what? I'm just, I'm, I'm opening horizons over here, man. Alright, what ifs? Let LOL. People... Roftel. That's old. You're old. You said LOL. That's old as shit. LOL. AFK. That's old. Uh, chat room. Dumbass. That's better. So after the doctor and Rick Schroeder decide they're gonna... Doctorbs. Dumbass. God, fuck. They decide they're gonna get to the bottom of this mystery. And they don't care who's at the top. Because <laughs> they started at the bottom and now they're here. Stop that. That, that, I'll never do that again. So we cut back to the family, and they're weird. They're setting up for some kind of cannibal ritual of some sort. Yep. Reading their cannibal Bible, and we're flashed back to uh, 1742. Mystery. Where we learn that the origin of the cannibal nonsense, something about winter, was outside with those people, and it was cold. And that's why these was cannibals. There was no food, and Uncle went off with Dadums, but only Dadums returned. No Uncle. With foods. Da, 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 da. Strange food. And then we cut back to present time, and the kids... Well, they're present time, because you don't know if it's the 1860s, and then you see a cell phone, and it's, you know, WTF. Yeah, yeah, that's, I guess that's an accurate statement. Then we cut back, we get some more world building with the kids, <laughs> the environment... They all look like Laura Ingalls, and none of it makes any sense. Mom's in the ground. There's one thing for sure. They're unusual. They are a ragtag group. Of miscreants. A motley crew, if you will. Oh, no you didn't. Zing. Dame dropper. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know motley crew personally. They played at the fair last year because they can't sell out an auditorium anymore. They're old. They were right before the demolition derby and directly after the cow showing. It was great. Tipping? Nope, they just showed them off. Gave them some ribbons. I shoved a bunch over. It was dumb. They weren't cows. I hate the fair. They were antelope. Yeah, that's reasonable. So, we cut back. We're at the family. We're hanging out at the house. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I think we were already at the family. Man, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I don't know that you can cut back from the family to the family and back to the family. I'm just in a hurry to get to the good part of this movie. So we cut back to the family. We cut back to the family. <laughs> From the family. And it's go time at the family's house. Blondie and Natalie Portman 
They gotta go do the deed. They're gonna go down to the monster's lair and handle some business. This part's pretty fun for a couple of minutes. I like it when they drag her up by the chains. Yeah, they drag their victim up by the chains. And then you get to see a bunch of shit that leads up to good parts that you never see. There's some ball-peen hammering. Yeah, that's pretty cool once you wax her. There is the 16th most inappropriate montage I've ever seen of getting ready to vivisect a human oh, corpse. Oh, yeah, tracing out her meaty bitch with lipstick. And... <sighs> Nosy neighbor bitch, here's, uh, here's the ruckus. It goes no, nowhere. No, she hears Blondie crying in the chamber. Yeah, she's all, Boo-hoo-hoo, I clubbed a human being to death with a ball peed hammer. <laughs> I had a bad day. If I cried every time I hit a guy with a ball peen hammer. If I had a nickel. I never would have made any money from the years of 1998 to 2004. I would be a rich man. And so they, uh... Cut back to the family. They're cutting up. Literally, the corpse. But And they all sit oh, down. Wait, what the hell kind of... How's that a figure of speech? Cutting up a corpse. No, I said cutting up. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. The corpse. Oh, I guess. There you go. Whatever. Words. What do they even mean? <laughs> and the family, they have a nice little sit-down dinner. They're eating some boiled corpse. Which, it sounds great. And brown sauce. Brown sauce, little corpsey bits. It's a brain... And we cut out to Doc Dorb and Rick Schroeder. Way to say it right. And Doc Dorb is like, hey man, I got this stuff in a mason jar that's probably boiled human remains in this creek. Because of reasons. Because <laughs> I looked at it and I knew right away that that's what that was. The guy is a walking like, electron microscope. Boiling. I know that kind of dirt. And he says, hey Rick Schroeder, why don't you go panning for human bits in this creek? And Rick Schroeder, because he is the worst sheriff that's ever been... It's like, yeah, that's probably important. I should probably do that. I walked through the creek for two hours. Taxpayer money, woo! And Natalie Portman and Blondie <laughs> spy him out there in the creek. And Blondie, it was implied earlier, has a uh, a girl's erection for Rick Schroeder. Spaloosh. Nice Archer reference. Yeah. If you haven't watched that, you should, because it's better than this movie. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say check it out, but Chris said all that other stuff. You'll yeah, have that. I do that. So we cut back to the family. And Blondie notices that Rick Schroeder out in the creek. She goes out there to confront Rick Schroeder. He's just like, hey, buddy. What you doing, buddy? Why are you in the creek? Why are you in our creek, Rick Schroeder? And he's like, I'm just looking for things. Also stuff. Indiscriminate things and stuff. Happens to find a tooth. Blondie's all like, uh-oh. Do you want some dry socks? I better offer this man some dry socks because he found a tooth. I don't want him and to he think... Took his Fucking boot off in the water and just kind of made sure his sock got soaked. Yeah, he took his boot off in the water and then put his entire foot into the water and put his boot back, back on. Yeah, I don't... maybe he likes water. What an idiot. Maybe he likes wearing wet socks, but only for a while. Well, yeah, that's reasonable. Are you judging his lifestyle? Yeah. I would too if that's what he did. I would say that this entire movie is based on judging the lifestyles of people in films or podcasts. Whatever. Whatever. WTF. So anyway... Wandy invites Rick Schroeder back to the house so they can discuss his findings. You forgot to say cut back to the family. Whatever. So cut back to the family. And they're hanging out with Rick Schroeder, getting to the bottom of this mystery, all Scooby-Doo style. With big sandwiches in a van? Yeah. And plausible marijuana smoking in the back of said van. Nah. And Blondie realizes that Rick Schroeder's getting too close for comfort, which I think was also a sitcom from the 70s. Probably. Or a porn. 
And she decides she's going to take Rick Schroeder out to the local burial mounds they have on their property. <laughs> Let's go out to the grave so we can. And what do you think they do? Well, of course, they have Animal sex. Bizarre sex scene. <laughs> I thought I missed 10 to 15 minutes of this movie. Nope. She just goes from being Blondie the Prude to uh, dropping trowel. Let me, let me lay it out for you, sports fans. <laughs> we go to the corpse site. Second best part of the movie so far. Rick Schroeder's like, I want to put this flower behind your ear. And she's like, my legs are open. And she's like, mouth kiss, off coming my clothes. <laughs> and they, you know, are having and the... He, he, he didn't look like it was a, like it was a normal situation. He was like, uh, alright. Yeah, well, well, we got this. He looked like the kind of look you would have when you know you're about to do something incredibly wrong. But you're gonna do it anyway. True. And they have... Mathematically impossible sex. True, because they're still wearing pants. Or start to. Yeah, but then, uh uh-oh. Old Grizzly Adam shows up and whacks him with undisclosed gardening tool in the head. (laughs) Gets blood all up on, uh... And then he, uh, he beheads him with a shovel. And says, get back to the house and mind your brother! So we cut back to the family. Stop that. (laughs) But we do, he's right. We cut back to the family. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and things aren't going well. Grizzly Adams is real upset with Blondie. He's super pissed. Because they were out there rubbing uglies. And he's he's mad. The kids are all talking about it. And even little Malcolm in the middle says, Paul's upset. He's going out to the chopping tree to let out his <laughs> anger. That's how you know it's serious. And as he goes out... When Malcolm in the middle points out the most obvious thing in the film... So Grizzly Adam goes out to the chopper tree and starts chopping. We're fighting homicidal Bible verses. He's mad. And he realizes that all the bones all under his bone tree are leaking up. out. Yep. You don't want to have your bones leaking, dumbass. And that's when he makes the realization that the jig is most certainly up. There's True. bones all up in the creek. They're floating away. You can't have your bones in the creek. And we cut over to Dr. Orb, who is doing some real CSI shit. Using his textbook from the 1840s to determine that his wife didn't have some kind of Parkinson's disease. She had eaten brain disease. (laughs) Because she liked to eat people meat. So obviously that's why his daughter's missing. I like the juices inside of people. True. True. I do as well. I'm a people juice eater. Or what? Aqua Teens is a good show too. Also better than this movie. True. So the doctor, Dr. Orba. You better. Tries to get a hold of the sheriff and let him know that, hey, something ain't quite right with them parkas up yonder. Something is amiss with Grizzly, Adams, Blondie, Natalie Portman, and Malcolm in the Middle, Parker. And then, and and then I was... uh, We cut back to the family. We cut back to the family, sure. (laughs) And they're doing some dumb shit. (laughs) For about 20 minutes. And we cut back to the doctor, who's now gone to the sheriff's station... And trick the lady with the dog to steal a gun. Oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. This is how I'm going to commit my next felony crime at a police station. Watch my dog lady at the desk. Rifle through the desk as I steal a handgun from a police officer. Watch my dog. I'll be back. The doctor goes to find the sheriff. Can't find the sheriff. Decides to take the law into his own hands like a reasonable person does. And heads on out to the old pocket place. But by this time, Grizzly Adams knows that he's caught. Red-handed. Yep. The jig is up. And so he makes some more people stew. <laughs> spikes it with some arsenic. 
Well, we don't know this at first. No, at first it's just nondescript white powder. Right. You know, white seasoning. He's all, do-do-do, white powder in the human soup. And then a series of realizations from the kids. They're like, oh, snap. We're going to die. Blondie goes to get a ladle. Sees a gun. Natalie Portman goes to something. It's her intuition fucking told her to, I guess is how she knew. Her spider sense was tingling, so she went (laughs) to the arsenic. And then she realizes that old Grizzly Adams is going to poison them all because he'd rather die than let his family be accosted by the white man. Right, with their creek bones. And as Malcolm, in the middle, is getting ready to eat his human soup full of arsenic, <laughs> she slaps the bowl away. Well, who does, stupid? You gotta tell him. Natalie Portman. Thank you. You're welcome. So we cut back to the family. And they're all in a, in a turmoil now. In a tizzy. Because Pops is all like, Grizzly Adams says, oh no. Dad's gonna be mad. But then there's a knock at the door. And who should show up? The Doctorb. Of course the Doctorb. And he's like, hey buddy, I just want to talk a little bit. Don't have a gun here. <laughs> but if I did, it I certainly would... wouldn't be poking through my jacket. I pointed at you and demand answers. And he does. And a bunch of nothing happens. Resulting in Dad getting shot in the head wound. There's a a touch of a a struggle. There's a struggle. What you need to take away from this, dear listener. Blondie gets not really shot, but shot. But not really. Yeah, it looks like she got shot in her brainstem, but she's fine, don't worry. Doctor takes one to the shoulder. Dad gets one. Gets whacked in the head parts. Old Grizzly. Doctor goes to get his answers. But Dad gets the upper hand. And at this point, the kids have taken off to go seek the refuge of an adult for assistance. Stranger danger. They need an adult. They go over. They make uh, contact with the neighbor. Dad comes looking. Kills a dog. Kills a neighbor. Gets them to come back to the house. Sits them all down for their suicide meal. (laughs) You know, for Arctic people soup. All Jim Jones style. And then, dear listener, the best part of the movie film occurs. True. It doesn't make up for the rest of it, but man, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty good cushion. Dad tries to get him to eat the people soup, and then Natalie Portman jumps up and bites him in the throat. Right, and not just bites, but rips out chunks, and not just rips out chunks, but eats them and chews them up and swallows them. Blondie shanks him in the hand parts. And starts eating his wrist. Eating, not biting, but eating. And for a good probably five minutes, it's just Natalie Portman and Blondie eating their dad to death. Yep. It shows his hand moving while they're doing it. While Dr. Orb watches. Yep. Well, no, I think Dr. Orb might have been unconscious. Because he woke up pretty stupefied by the end. So, Natalie Portman and Blondie eat Dad? Yep, (laughs) they sure do. And then, we cut to the next morning, where they're in the truck, with their cannibal Bible, off to a new adventure. To eat people in other cities. Presumably. And that is... Uh, we are what we are. In a nutshell. It's a remake of a Mexican film. I didn't know it was a Mexican film. According to the Internet Movie Database, it is. Internet Movie Database. What a world. So, Mr. Brett. Yeah? What are your feelings? Well, um, it was so long that by the end of it, I forgot what happened in the beginning of it. It was insanely boring. It took forever to get to the five. There, there was a couple of decent scenes, like I said, with the change. I like that. There's another one. 
I think when the mom hit her head on the pipe, that was pretty fun. And then the five minutes at the end was pretty fucking cool. Like, that was one of the best people-eating scenes I've seen. That was just great. Overall, the movie just, no, didn't do it for me. I give it a uh, 7 out of a significantly higher number. I, uh, concur for the most part. It. What do you think, Chris? It, for me, is very similar to The Human Centipede. Where I thought it was an interesting premise. True. It had a few scenes that were pretty okay. Yeah. But overall, it just seemed like nothing happened for endless stretches of this thing. And the endless stretches were long. And it was, unlike The Human Centipede, it was it was a well-shot movie. It was, it went out of its way to give you the kind of environment they were in. Right. It had a very or good setting. Or they went setting. way out of their way, too. And they made sure you knew it. But I kind of would like to watch the original version because it is significantly shorter by what a half hour. What did you I think? say? Eighty nine minutes. Yeah. This this cut is a hundred and five minutes when the original cut was eighty nine. No, this is an hour and forty five minutes. It's an hour and forty five minutes of movie. That it easily could have been an hour and a half. And I think I think that it probably would work better as a Mexican film because in Mexico there's like vast stretches. Of chupacabras in desert, when it probably would be more reasonable to assume that people have lived like generation to generation eating people. Yeah, like yeah. these people live in fucking Wisconsin or something. Like, yeah, I think somebody would have caught on to the cannibal fucking mess. Yeah, but I will have to. I do have to say, the last five minutes of this movie are pretty spectacular. Yeah, they're they're fun to watch. It would be a good movie to watch if you were doing something else. <laughs> yeah, because you're not going to miss much for a while. You want to kick on some background noise, have some friends over, check your Facebook, do literally anything until the last five minutes of the movie. Go for a drive. I apologize to my wife for my scathing comments on this film, <laughs> but it just didn't do it for me. I'm I'm sorry. And now you're going to have to sleep in the furnace. I give it. Uh, five people bites out of the several that were given to Grizzly Adams at the end. All right, I like that. Good system. People bites. My systems are inconsistent. You should run for president. And that, dear listeners, sums up, uh, we, we are, are what we are. What we are. You should have said it when I said it would have been cooler. It would have been. I could have yelled jinx. <sighs> failure. And now, dear listener, we have a, we have a question for you. Oh, oh! what's that, Chris? What do you want out of this podcast? We're 15 in. We've been doing this for a while. Yep. We get some good months. feedback from you cats. What do you, what do you think? Is there something you'd like besides this request? Should we dance more? Should we hit on other topics? Would you like to broaden our horizons? Would you like to keep them the same? Give us some feedback. Let us know where we're at. And this is a more of an open to suggestion versus... You ask and we do it. With the movie request for now for Slaughterhouse Princess, yeah, you say it, we'll do it. But we're just, uh... We're interested... We're to expand. What do you guys want from this podcast? What are you guys' other interests besides horror movies? We'd like to know. Would you like us to stick with the horror movies? Would you like us to do some different segments? Do you want Chris to shut up for about five seconds? For the love of God. What are your favorite ones? What are your least favorite ones? Why? How many basketballs does it take to get to the dark side of the moon? Eight. We'd like to know. On top of your always appreciated request for movies. Which, kudos to you, dear listener, we've had no shortage of lately. 
And don't be shy. If you've already requested a movie, you can request another one. We don't mind. We'll still do it. Because we I, have to. Even if I haven't liked a single movie any of you animals have requested aside from Dead Girl. You know, you know, guys, I just let's straight talk for a second, listeners. Real talk, dog? For real, real? Real talk. I'm sitting backwards in my chair now. No, he isn't. He's a fucking lie. That way you know that this is serious. <clears throat> they made horror movies that weren't made after 2007. I, I'm, I'm sorry if I sound like I'm being angry. A dick? I am kind of being a dick. And that's okay. I guess. I'm just saying, maybe you guys test us a little bit. Push our limits. I've I've heard some rumblings out there about some fun movies. Maybe you want to throw something a little wilder at us. Yeah. As long as it's weird. It doesn't have to. I mean, we're trying to stick mostly with horror, but if there's like at least a little bit of horror element, but mostly just fucking weird. If it's weird enough to be scary to some, then I would consider that horror. Say you wanted to respond to this madness tirade that I just had. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Well, let's say they want to let us know. What would they do? Send us a letter bomb. Oh, heavens. Uh, okay, I'm, g- I'm going to say don't blow up my house. Rig our cars to explode. Hire a hitman. You can also find us on Facebook at Slaughterhouse Princess. At Facebook. Don't bother with fucking Twitter. Nobody bothers with Twitter. Because you don't do a goddamn thing with it. I said last week, if anybody even subscribed to it, I will update Twitter. You have my solemn oath as a member of a secret society, the name of which I cannot reveal, that if anybody's bothered to subscribe to my Twitter besides some guy... Thanks, guy. Thanks, some guy. I don't know you, but I don't like you. I would update... Shut up! Or you can also email us at slaughterhouseprincess podcast at gmail.com or maybe you want to slide by the itunes check it out there give us a review why you so rude chris give us a rating tell us we're good or tell us we're bad or that we've been naughty well sports fans i suppose that's about it i guess that wraps up this time good night america whoa 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 oh we don't even have a backup movie film if we don't get a request for a movie film that's on you buddy oh is it me yeah. Oh. I should have kept in the woods. Actually, I've made the last two requests. I drank too much bourbon, and now I don't remember things. Yeah. All right, guys. Now I'm on the spot. I'm really sorry. This is unscripted. This is live, live. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to uh, popcorn. Popcorn sounds good. It was an earlier movie we <clears throat> were gonna check out. But I you think guys... it was the uh, the last movie that we were gonna do before the uh, request started flying in. But you guys have been so generous. We've thrown a couple other out there. The Gate, The Cabin in the Woods, which I personally watched the other day. It's a great movie. Uh, well, we watched The Gate not <clears> too <throat> long ago. We did. Even my adorable daughter watched The Gate with us. She liked it. They were monsters. They were scary. That's a quote from Maggie. Little Magums. Little Magum says, those monsters are scary. Understood. As usual, be sure to hit us up with requests. And that should uh, wrap this all up in a tidy little package. I already said it once.